Amen. So, this morning we have Pastor Ray Harrison, his wife Becky, and some of his armor bearers that are here with, with us. Pastor Ray is a man that I've gotten to know for the past, I would say about six years, more or less the same time that we've been here, and he's truly been a blessing to my life. A man that's passionate for God. Pastor Ray encountered Jesus Christ. 1987, in the campus of Eastern Arizona College. I read your bio. By bio, I read it. Amen. And then in 1990, after encountering God, he encountered the next next thing, which was Becky. <laughs> and so, in 97, 94, God brought them, or 1990, that same year, God joined them with Pastor Phil, in 94, they returned to Tucson, Arizona, where they pioneered church and raised many ministries. And then in 2007, God brought them back to Lancaster. And as of last year, he became the lead pastor, together with his wife, of In the Light Ministries, the central church of which we're a part of. Amen. So this morning, it is an honor us to receive this man of God and whatever God has placed in his heart. Just place your hands on your eyes and say, God, open my eyes so that I could receive your revelation this morning. Put them on your ears right now. God, open my ears so that I can hear what you desire to convey to me. Put it on your heart. Say, God, open my heart so that I will gain understanding this morning. In the name of Jesus, let us receive the man of God with a clap offering unto the Lord. Come on. Thank you, Pastor Jay. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Well, Rivers of Life, Sobert, thank you. Pastor Jay and Margie, God bless you. We love you. From In the Light Ministry Central. We're praying for you guys. We're praying for this congregation, for this city, for a mighty, mighty win of the Holy Ghost. And we bless you today. I just want to say thank you for the leaders here. Uh, you have a powerful church here. Also, I'd just like to acknowledge my beautiful wife, Becky. We've been married 28 years. I got to get that right. <laughs> 28 years. And uh, we have a good life. We have a good life. We don't have a perfect marriage, but we have a good marriage. And uh, also, I'd like to just acknowledge our leaders. Some of our leaders are here today, Wayne, Laura, and Pete. God bless you. Thank you guys for being here today. <laughs> Celebrating 24 years, and now I just heard recently 124 years of cyber Seven years of coming together. My God, you guys got a whole lot of things to celebrate about. Praise God. But I prayed and asked the Lord to give me a word for you. First, I just want to start with uh, Pastor Jay and Pastor Margie. I just want to, can, can I give you a word right now? Because there's so many things that I want to, would you stand up? The word of the Lord is this. The Lord is bringing you into a, a shift. I, I sense a shift coming in 2019. The shift 
you will realize you will speak to one another and you will see as God will put people in your life outside of this congregation. You will be fathers and mothers to other ministers, other pastors. You coming into a new season, Pastor Jay, Pastor Margie, get ready for God to, to, to re-energize you. When I, every time I see you, you're about ready to move in another dimension. God says, don't you look for retirement. You must look for the call of God. My hands of grace is upon you. I've given you great exploits to do. And God's about ready to send you into a shift. I keep hearing a shift. You remember, you're going to tell your wife, there's a shift going on. And something's going to happen in this congregation. And God's just going to bring the leaders of this house and just raise them up. And they're going to undergird you. And so you'll be able to soar in this new dimension. There's going to be people coming to you. You don't have to... Uh, seek after them. They're going to come to you and they're going to say, can you father me? Can you mother me? Uh, And they're going to be leaders. They're going to be ministers. They're going to be pastors. Uh, And you say, wife, what's going on? God's saying, I'm doing a new thing in you. I'm doing a new thing in you. I'm bringing you into that new dimension. So father, I just pray God, let your word be true and everything else a lie. I pray God for the fresh anointing upon the man and woman of God. Father, we thank you God for the grace of God over their lives in Jesus mighty name. And the church said, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I know some of you don't know me. Just give me an amen every once in a while. I'll keep preaching for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, today I want to minister out of the Word of God. And the title is New Wine. Everybody say New Wine. New Wine. And this is for this house. I want to share with you part of a vision that God gave me several years back. And there's only been about three or four times in my 30-some years of salvation that I had a fresh visitation of the Lord. But I want to share a part of it because I believe uh, 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 what God is doing upon the face of the earth. Part of the vision that God revealed to me was this, that I was in a place, I was on a high hill, and I was with uh, uh, Dr. Doe. I know, Pastor, you know Dr. Doe. I was with Dr. Doe. And and we were together. He was silent for some reason because Dr. Doe liked to talk a lot, but he was silent. <laughs> but anyway, we were on top of a large hill, and, 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 and it was darkness all around. But we were just walking and walking, and I saw my pastor, Pastor Felipe Hernandez, my pastor, and he was in the utter, a higher place on top of a hill, warfaring against demonic strategies. But I couldn't go up there. We were just able to see in the rooms, but we couldn't enter in. It was something that Pastor Phil has to declare because of his position. But anyway, we walked down in a, down from the hill and darkness was all around, around us. And down in a pit, there was a, thousands and thousands and thousands of people just going, ah. And then all of a sudden, there was people on the stage who were big, 13, 14 feet tall. And they were playing music. And the music was really loud. But I didn't understand. And then all of a sudden, the people were going, shh. And then all of a sudden, I said, Lord, what is it? What is it, Lord? What is it? Then all of a sudden, one of, one of them turned around and looked at me. And I realized it was a demonic force. It was a demonic force, and the people were just going chanting and chanting and chanting and chanting. And then all of a sudden, the Lord took me over to another place, and he allowed me to look up. And he allowed me to cry out to the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit fell, it was like an atomic bomb. Boom! And all of a sudden, there was bodies everywhere. 
Then all of a sudden, the rivers came. River of life, come on. Then the rivers came. The rivers of God. Myself and Dr. Doe, we were flowing down into the rivers, and we were headed to somewhere. I knew it was a greater place, but I knew what the Lord was saying. I just want to share that part because the rest, uh, I don't need to share, but I just want to tell you that God's about ready to do things. Old ways are not going to work in the new ways. Let me tell you what God revealed to me. He says, church, as usual, is going to change. We're just not going to go through the motion. Oh, come on now. We're just not going to try to perform something. The Spirit of God, the living presence of God is going to move inside. In other words, God's going to destroy the works of man, the works of evil, and bring forth the anointing upon the house of God. There's a fresh wind. There's a new wine coming. Oh, glory to God. I don't know if you feel it in your spirit, but I've been prophesying for two years. Uh, there's a shift. There's a wave. I keep saying there's a wave moving upon the land. And God's been giving me confirmation. Uh, get ready for it. I just want to I want to show a, a clip. Before I show a clip, I just want to say in China, there's 29,000 people daily getting saved. In China, all over China, there's an average of 29,000. I know it's hard for us as Americans to get a hold of that when we see several people get saved. But I'm telling you, 29,000 daily, that's what's averaging. People are running to know Jesus in China. There's a wave coming. There's a move coming. I'm going to define the wave this morning. The wave of God. Uh, brother, if you have the clip that I asked, can we run that real quick, please? I want you just to show you something. Can someone give God some glory in here? Come on. Come on. Rivers, do you want revival? Come on. Rivers, do you want revival? I can't hear you. Come on, sir. Come on, church. Come on. Come on, say, Lord, do it through us. Father, we want revival. We want a wave of the Holy Spirit. We want a move of God. Father, we don't want dead religion. Father, we want you, Lord. We want the moving of the Spirit of God upon the earth. We want to hear. In Allentown, we want to hear at Rivers. We desire here in Pennsylvania. Father, we want it in the United States. Father, we want your anointing God to flow, God. We want the pages of the Bible come alive, Father. Father, not another story, but we want revelation and transformation, oh God. Father, we need you in Jesus' mighty name. We call forth you, O oh God Almighty. We call upon the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus. I said the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to share with you folks today the power of God. Several years ago, we experienced the power of God as a family. My wife's mother, she, she had cancer in the liver. And they told her that you will not leave the hospital almost two years ago. They said, get it right because you're not leaving. Uh, so the family got together and asked her, do you want to live? Oh, come on now. And then they called us and said, can you start praying for mama? Hallelujah. Because she wants to live. Uh, oh, glory to God. Uh, I'm telling you, two weeks ago, she got off the plane. 
and she went to our daughter's wedding. Uh, it's been two years. Uh, the science says you only got a couple months, uh, but the great physicians say you got more than that. Uh, over two years, uh, she was walking, uh, and she was in the dance floor praising God, hallelujah, worshiping God, because why? She is an example of the power of God that's upon the face of the earth today. Can I get an amen? Oh, glory to God. Let me tell you something. Things are happening. Things are moving. Uh, some of you say, what's going on? Uh, God wants to shake you this morning. Uh, he wants you to make you sensitive to the Spirit of God. Uh, let me tell you, some of these folks in here, we're so uh, attached to this world, uh, but God wants us to get out of this world uh, and get into the Spirit of God uh, because our Father, which is in heaven, uh, He's moving upon the face of the earth. Uh, he's using men and women just like you and I every day to bring forth the kingdom of God. Uh, God's looking for available vessels to say yes and amen. Uh, I surrender to your way. Can I get an amen? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to talk about the wave before we get into Scripture. The wave means transformation, revelation of the kingdom of God. It means drug addiction, broken. It means alcoholism, broken. It means destroyed lives, restored once again. It means families will come whole again. It, it means that marriage, that ready to go to the divorce court, uh, that God would join your hearts back together. Uh, the wave reveals the moving of the Spirit of God, uh, not some eloquent speech on a Sunday morning, but the power of God working through Monday all the way through Saturday, that God is visiting you in your daily life. Uh, it means blind eyes open up. It means deaf ears to hear. It means the lame to walk. That's the wave of the kingdom of God. See, when Jesus came upon the earth, the Pharisees could not stand him because he spoke of the things of God of his Father which is in heaven. Uh, but he demonstrated the power of God. And that's the reason why they could not stand him because they talked about it, but there was no demonstration. But when Jesus stepped on the scene, uh, he brought the kingdom down on upon the earth, and the moving of the Spirit of God was uh, among the followers and among Jesus. Can I get an amen, somebody? The wave of the kingdom of God. In Matthew chapter 9, Verse 17, I believe there's the Spirit of God's moving upon the earth, and there's a new thing that's happening, and I believe it's a new wine that's coming upon the people of God, the new wine representing the pouring out of God's Spirit. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 17, it says that no one puts new wine in old wineskins, for the old skins will burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. The new wine is stored in new wineskins so that both are preserved. God is pouring out a new wine, a new wine in this generation. What does that mean for River? What does that mean for In the Light Ministries? What does that mean for you and I? In other words, we can't uh, allow the new wine go into old skins. Because the old skins cannot handle the new wine. Something that the Lord revealed to me, what God's doing fresh upon the earth. Uh, 
I can't go into the new with old ways of thinking uh, because, trust me, I have old ways of thinking. And, and the Lord dealt with me, uh, and I believe it's for the house of God, for the people of God, uh, what God's doing in the land, what he's doing upon his church. It's a new thing. It's a, it's, it looks something a little bit different, uh, and we might not understand it, uh, but don't trash it. Don't, don't say it's not of the Lord because you haven't prayed it through yet. Uh, but God's saying, uh, I want a new skin because you'll be able to handle the new wine. Uh, see, see, River, something's about ready to happen in this congregation, and it might not look like what you thought. Uh, it didn't look like yesterday. It didn't look like the 90s. It didn't look like the 2000s, uh, but it looks like what God wants to do in 2018 and 2019. It's a new wine. It's a new movement. He might use people that you thought was disqualified, but God says, I qualify them. Oh, come on now. He might bring people in and look, look a little bit different and act a little bit different. That's why the church need to get on its knees and allow this new wine, this new wine to flow and this new skin that God's trying to develop in our lives. The Word of God says that the new wine in old wineskins the old wineskins can't handle it. That's the reason why we need new skin. What do you mean new skin? New ways of thinking. First thing, to transform our old wineskins into new wineskins. Number one, you must surrender your will to the Lord's will. That's number one. If you're taking notes, how can I transform myself into new wineskins? You must submit to God's will. The first thing that Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane, he went on his knees to get the Father's will. And he wrestled with God. He wrestled with God in prayer. He wrestled. He even says, Lord, oh, Father, is there any other way? But he had to come to the place as he submit to himself to the Father. And all of a sudden, the Bible says the, the Spirit got a hold of him. And he says, not my will, but let your will be done. Uh, let me say this to River's life. If you're going to flow in this new wave, in this what God is doing upon the earth, you must get on your knees and pray and let God develop a new skin upon your life so you'll be able to handle what God's, the freshness of God, the newness of God that's coming. Because if not, we will try to steer and navigate the will of the Father. And it's so easy to do. Because I've been around church for many, many, many years. Well, I know how to do the church thing. And when God wants to do something fresh, I must submit to his will so he can open my spiritual eyes, so he can make me sensitive to what he's doing in this hour. Because our deliverance, our breakthrough is in the moving and the place where we accept and allow God to flow through us and in us. It's when we come to the place and surrender and say, Lord, let your will be done in my life. And that's when suddenly God just moves. Uh, he just takes over. He allows the rivers to flow. He has his will just to flow in our lives. But when we stop the flow is when we get to the place and say, Lord, I don't want to do it that way. I, I like it this way. I I'm comfortable over here. Uh, don't move me from this position. Uh, uh, see, some of you are going to have to shift what I prophesied over Pastor Jay and Margie. Some of you are going to have to shift. When they shift, you have to shift with them to make room, to enlarge your tents, 
to allow God to move and flow in river. It might cost you a, a night, a night in prayer. It might cost you to come to the prayer meeting. I don't know if you guys have prayer meetings during the week, but it might cost you. You usually sit home and, and watch the boob tube, but maybe God says it's time you get from that boob tube and get on your hands and knees and go out church tonight and call upon heaven. Call upon God's anointing. It might shift you a new way of thinking. Can I go in this morning? I always, always ask before I do. Maybe God's asking you to shift in a way of thinking how you see your husband. Oh, I ain't getting no amen on that one. Maybe God's trying to shift you in a way that you see your wife. Hmm. Maybe God's trying to shift you how you see your family. Maybe I'm spending a little bit too much time at work. Maybe we need a little bit more family time. Maybe. Maybe God's trying to shift you. See, that's our part of the wave. He's trying to line you up to the will of the Father. Kingdom ways of living is the only way of living. How it works is through the hand of God. It's through the ways of God. It's through God's righteousness, his ways of doing things. See, the wave is lining up to the will of God and allowing the will of the Father to be manifest here on earth. See, what I'm sensing in the Spirit of God, when many men and women of God are sensing that God's doing a new thing, He's shifting our ideas and the ways of doing things. He's trying to tell man, don't lock into one certain way, but allow me to have freedom in your heart and your spirit. Let my word come alive in your heart. Let my word come alive in your heart because the word will shift you. The word will bring you to a place of submitting to the will of the Father. So number one, not my will, but let your will be done. It's easy to say that, but it's difficult to perform it, to walk in it. And the only way through the years of living this Christian life, the only way that I submit to God's will is by submitting to God in prayer. In prayer. Church, we got to pray. We can't do it without prayer. Because this old flesh has its own mind. This old flesh has its own way of doing things. Oh, come on now. I know the ways of the Lord is on my knees to submit myself to the way of the Lord. So, church, rivers, for this wave, what we're talking about, what we just saw in Indonesia and around the world, what's, what's happening, what's happening to that church. They went, I think, for several hundred people to 6,000 people. How did that happen? Submitting to God. Submitting to what the Lord wants. They had love. They had unity in the church. They have all the things, the elements of the kingdom of God flowing there. And it all came about as they submit to God, God was flowing into them. See, God wants to flow in your life, personal life. He wants to flow. But you've got to line up to what he wants. Not my will, but let yours be done. Oh, come on. Oh, hallelujah. Some of you are sitting there. God's speaking to you about certain things in your life. Not my will, but let yours be done. It can go all the way from a congregation organization all the way down to your living room. How you treat your spouse, how you treat your kids, how, how many hours you work. All these things are included in this. Not my will, but let your will be done. Oh, I know this is good preaching. Glory to God. 
Number two, make sure that this is changing the old wineskin to new wineskin. Make sure that the fire of the Holy Spirit still burn in your belly. Make sure that the fires of the Holy Spirit still burn in your bosom. Create a passion, a desire for God. Listen, God wants to pour in you even more. God is available, but how much we allow him in our lives is up to you. I wonder how many of us this morning uh, is creating an area in our life for more of God to be poured into us. God himself can't grow any more, but he can grow more into you and I. Come on, we need more than just the weekend Christian. Come on, we need the believer every day seeking after the face of God. Before my feet hit the floor in the morning, I need to say thank you, God, and give him all the praise and all the glory. Allow his will and his wisdom and his grace to follow me every day. Can someone say amen? Create a capacity in your heart for more of him. In other words, be a God seeker. Be a God chaser. Chase after the presence of God. Chase after the heart of God. Chase after his word. I wonder how many of us sit down with devotions and allow the Word of God sink down inside of us before we get our day started. Oh, come on. How many of us sit down and allow the Word to go in and inside of us and do surgery on us every day? See, we're talking about a people that's running after the kingdom of God. We're talking about a people that's running after the heart of God. In other words, a passion, a desire. Hallelujah. Every time I hear the word, when our brother was reading the word of God, it was more than just a psalm. It was more than just words. When he was saying it, it was hitting me. Hallelujah. When he was declaring God's word, the word was so powerful, and I was feeling it. Hallelujah. Because I created a capacity in me that I want more of him. I want the word to go deep down in my soul, in my spirit. I want it to come alive. Hallelujah. I wonder how many of us in here wants more of the presence of God and more of his word and more of his revelation of his word, more of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Have you ever been in that place? You say, Lord, you're sitting in the car just listening to worship music. You say, Lord, oh, God. Oh, I just want more, Father. I just want to stay in your presence. Sometimes you just don't want to be around people. You just want to stay in the presence of God because he's so good. And some of you may today just walk through those doors and you don't know really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about uh, is the presence of God. See, the God that we serve is real. I said he's real. He's more real than those pews that you're sitting on. And you probably sense him right now. Your heart is beating uh, and your palms are sweaty. uh, And you feel and you sense the spirit, something on you. Uh, It's God's presence because he loves you. uh, And he has drawn you in this place today. uh, And he's saying, son and daughter, uh, you don't have to labor no more uh, in vain. But you can come unto the Father uh, and get your peace and get your hope. Uh, You can have salvation through the Son uh, because the Son came uh, 2,000 years ago to set us free, to wipe an annihilated sin once and for all on the cross of Calvary. And he defeated and he took the keys of death, hell, and the grave and he ripped it back from the enemy. And he took the keys and he gave it back to you and I as sons and daughters. So if you came in here today, you're about ready to get something that would change your life forever. Can somebody give me an amen? Hallelujah. 
Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord. Number three, changing the old wineskin to new wineskin is having a heart of thanksgiving. Being thankful for what you got. This is very important. I know it's basic, but many times as Christians, we jump over these things, and we wonder why we're dry. And we wonder why we're going through tough times. But if we just stay to the fundamentals, glory to God. See, the fundamentals is the key to life. Well, come on. I used to play a little bit of sports and wrestling, football. The key to success is the fundamentals. Your foundation. That's what keeps you grounded. See, the foundations of what we're talking about right now is going to keep you solid and centered. So when the winds blow, when the opposition blow, it will come. He will come knocking. I'm talking about the adversary. But once you're centered and solid on that foundation, you're able to withstand it. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, bless the Lord. Number three. An attitude of gratitude, thankfulness, being thankful for what the Lord has done in your life. Every once in a while, you need to go back and reflect and look what the Lord has done. Cybert family, you can look back over 120-some years. My God, my God, my God. 120-some years of existing. It's only by the grace of God. Did you hear me? I said it's only by the grace of God. Some churches don't even last six months. That's true. You only have many churches dying out from week to week, month to month. 124 years. You better have an attitude of gratitude. Come on, you better say, thank you, Lord. Oh, glory to God. You better get your Holy Ghost dance on. It's only by the grace of God. 24 years, man of God, woman of God. My God, the storms, the trials, the tribulations that you had to overcome, all the hell that you've been through, and all the hell that was trying to come against your life, and you're still standing and declaring, and you're willing to open your heart to partner with another church. My God, only God can do that. You need to give him thanks. Oh, 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 Rivers, you need to give him thanks. You need to give him praise. Can I go in a little bit deeper? Thank you. Thank you. I will. Only God can do this. I see multiple colors and shades in this congregation. Only God can do that. The world separates. God brings in wholeness. To walk in the living God, to walk in the kingdom of God, it takes the grace of God. Your heart needs to be thankful every day. Every day I'm thankful. Sometimes I sit in my living room I just while she's upstairs, and I just thank God and just everything that he has done through our lives and just the small things means the most. You know, when you start getting older, the, the, the small things mean so much to you. When you're young, you're just flying. What are you talking about, Pop? What are you talking about, right? When you get a little bit older, you start being thankful. Because, you know, every little thing is only by the grace of God. Because with me involved, I probably will mess it up. 
But the grace of God took, God took my mess and made it a message. Oh, come on now. He did the same in your life. He took your mess and make it a message. We call it testimony time. Come on now. And testimony time is time to reflect and look back and say, look what the Lord has done. They overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Your word of your testimony is a powerful thing. If you ever get down and out, every, you get despair. You know, you know that, 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 that spirit wants to hit you, everyone, to, to, to bog you down. But one way to take care of, uh, of depression and oppression is to take care of it. You just need to look back. That's all you have to do. Take care of that old lie, that old heavy man of depression, is just to look back. Because depression is self-centeredness. But when you start looking back and look what the Lord has done, glory to God, look how he brought me through. Remember when he saved you? Remember where you were at? Remember you were about ready to lose everything? You were very ready to lose your family, your marriage, your kids, your home. You had no money. You were down and out. Or you were just lost. Or you had money, but you still had a void in your life. You just empty inside. You had all these things, but yet you're still empty. Remember that? See, when you put those three things together, it allows you to adapt to what God wants. Because when you pray, and when you say, Lord, it's not my will, but let your will be done, you just let everything else go and allow God to pour in you. Now the heart and the mind of God has come upon you. Now you're able to sense what the Lord is doing, even though you might not uh, understand it, but you can accept it because you know it lines up with the will of God. Listen, church, I'm trying to get you ready for 2019. Oh, come on. This place is not big enough for what God wants to do. But you're going to have to shift into what the Lord wants. Old philosophies might have to shift a little bit. Oh, come on now. That's the reason why we have to pray. That's the reason why that we need the fires of the Holy Spirit. In other words, let the Spirit, the Spirit brings life. The Spirit is life. The Bible says the rivers of God shall flow in the bellies of God's people. The rivers of God, the rivers of God, it brings forth life. And thirdly, have an attitude of gratitude. Now listen, folks, let me get to my next point here. We need to understand the generation that we're living in. Listen, we need to know the generation that we're living in. We're living in a generation, I believe, of the last days. I really do. I know they've been saying it for years, but it's increasing wicked in the world today. The darkness is increasing. But listen what the Bible tells us, and then we're going to listen to what God tells the church or the body or his people. To understand, listen, when you have wisdom and understanding, you're able to overcome any obstacle. When you don't have the knowledge and the wisdom of God, you don't understand what's taking place. But when you understand the why, you're able to overcome the why and keep on moving. Because you need to understand this generation that we live in. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, in the Word of God, 2 Timothy 3, starting in verse 1, it says, you should know this, Timothy. He's talking to a young preacher. That in the last days, there will be very difficult times for people that will love only themselves and their money. 
They will be boastful, proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. I wonder what generation that is. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Sounds familiar, right? <laughs> they will consider nothing sacred. How true that is. They will be unloving, unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up in pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they reject the power that could make them godly. That's so important. They will have a form of godliness, but have no power. Oh, come on. They will talk about the things of God, but there is no evidence of the power of God. We, the church, the true church of Jesus Christ, rivers, come on. We know him, and we know him in his power and in his grace. We testify of what God has done in our lives. Stay away from people like that. They are kind who work their way into people's homes and win a confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with guilt of sin and controlled by various desires. These teachers oppose the truth, just as Janus and Jabberies oppose Moses. They have depraved minds and a counterfeit faith, but they won't get away with this, with this for long. Someday, everyone will recognize what fools they are, just as Janus and Jabberies. He's really talking about this generation. As this generation goes on, we can see evidence. Every piece of the scripture coming in alive, we're living in it. But we are not called just to take it. We are not called just to sit back and say, okay, there it is. That's how it should be. No, we are the people of God to go and bring forth the kingdom of God. We are called to advance forward the kingdom of God. We are called to be light in this dying world. We are called to be salt into the earth. We are called to go and be effective in our communities, in our lives, in the, in the lives of the people that's in the world. Come on now. We can't let the world intimidate us. Even though Fox News and CNN and all the news want to spill all this, we, the kingdom of God, needs to, need to declare the glory of God. I want to read about us. Isaiah 43, if you have your Bible. Isaiah 43, starting in verse 15. It says, I am the Lord, your Holy One of Israel, Creator and King. I am the Lord who opened the way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt and all its chariots and horses, and I drew them in beneath the waves, and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But forget all, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in dry wastelands. The wild animals in the fields will thank me the jackals and owls too, for the living them, uh, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in the dry wastelands so my chosen people can be refreshed. If you don't give a shout unto the Lord, huh? come on now. God says, I'm going to bring rivers. 
of refreshing. Oh, come on, to my people. Oh, even the wastelands will come alive again. In other words, what is that saying? He's talking to the children of Israel, and he's talking to you and I today. He says the new wine, the, the new freshness that I'm bringing. In other words, when, you, when, when we come into a community, the dead community is going to come alive. In other words, when rivers show up, life is going to be existence because we are carriers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This community will change because you are here. There's a light beaming over this congregation and beaming out into the into the community, all the waste places, all the dry areas, all the place, all the addictions and all the abuse. Uh, but the light that's coming from this house is moving into the communities and into the streets. Because why? Because we are the people of God. Can you say amen? The Bible says we are a generation of the kingdom. We are the kingdom chosen by God. We are the royal priesthood of a holy nation. I wonder how many, how many of you receive it this morning. I wonder how many of you say, I can put my finger right there and I'm there. I'm part of that new generation. Glory to God. I'm part of that generation of the kingdom of God. I've been called by him. I've been chosen by God. Oh, I'm part of the elect of God. Oh, glory to God. God has poured out his grace upon my life. And he lives with inside of me. God is no longer, uh, it lives in, uh, outside of in, in things and objects, but he lives inside of temples, you and I. And he brings forth his kingdom through your hands, for, through your feet, through your mouth. Hallelujah. We are called to go into the highways and the byways and to reach out and let the light shine, to take out darkness, to bring forth the light of Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can start with your home. You can start with your family. You can start with your marriage. You can start with your neighbor. You can start with your coworker. Oh, come on. You can start with your ministry. You can start right here at Rivers. You can start down the street upon Allentown. But let the rivers of God, let the light of God shine through this place. Let the life of God overcome that generation that we see in 2 Timothy, that the power of God has arrived. The wave is to bring forth the kingdom and the mighty hand and the grace of God upon the land. That's what the wave is all about, to bring forth the revelation, transformation, manifestation of the Spirit of God. Can someone say amen? And I wonder how many of us today is ready for this move, is ready. See, you got to prepare. You got to get on your hands and knees. You got to be thankful. You got to be desiring the living God. And all of us, God, all of a sudden, God will confirm His way. He's confirming His way. I love this clip from Indonesia. Oh, when I seen it, I said, "Thank you, Jesus." I think every believer needs to see this. Every believer needs to see this. In other words, we're not the only ones. There's other people on other sides of country uh, uh, of the nations, and they're having revival. They're having a move of the Spirit of God. And they're crying out the same way that we're crying out. God touch us. God breathe life upon. God bring forth change. Bring forth your will into the earth. So today, let me close it on down. It is up to you and myself to receive what he has for us today. This wine that I'm talking about, 
is for every last one of us. He wants you to drink the new wine that comes from him. The wine that gives life, life more abundantly. To give you understanding of who he is and what he is. To bring change in your heart. The dead places will come alive. Your life will have meaning. You will have direction in your life. The way that we live is the way of the kingdom of God. Oh, child of God, don't sit back any longer. Jump into the rivers of God. Jump into what the Lord has for you. Go in with both feet. Oh, come on. Go in all the way and find out what he has for you. Because this, this tidal wave that's coming, it's growing and it's growing and it's growing. It's going upon Asia and it's going on all these continents. It's moving upon Africa. You know, India is having a revival too, but I, I didn't share that. But India is having a revival too, and the wave is getting bigger and bigger. It's coming across the seas. It's about ready to hit the United States. The wave of transformation, manifestation of the Spirit of God, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is growing and increasing, and we will have impact upon this dark world. Fox and CNN will recognize the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. They will recognize what River is doing in Allentown. They can't deny what God is doing, the transformed lives, the miracles that's taking place. The world will recognize there is an answer. His name is Jesus Christ. You can spend billions and trillions of dollars in programs, but we have the answer. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is the Messiah, the living God, Emmanuel, the bread of life, the great I am. The line of Judah, Alpha and Omega, his name is Jesus. Can somebody give me an amen? Well, glory. Well, glory. God is moving upon the land. God is moving upon your heart right now and is bringing you to a place of a, either, either accepting it or rejecting it. God wants you to accept it this morning. God, some of you say, who, me, yeah, you. Some of you have been sitting on the sidelines too long. Some of you have been sitting on the sidelines too long. God's dealing with you to enter into the place where he has for you. You've been doing everything else except for what God wants you to do. And some of you are very successful in business and what you do, but you know deep down inside there's a void missing. There's something missing in your heart. There's something missing in your spirit. What it is, the call of God of your life. The purpose and the will of the Lord, because you're a piece of the wave that's happening. I say jump in the rivers. I say jump. Jump into the rivers and see what the Lord has for you. Let God use you to the fullness. Some of you are already in position, but you're about ready to shift. Don't get too comfortable where you're at. Come on. Some of you some of you getting a little bit too comfortable. Well, I've been an elder for a while. I've been, come on. Maybe God wants to shift you into a discipler. Maybe God's calling you to pick up a young man and disciple him how to live right, how to treat his wife right, how to treat his children. Maybe God's about ready to shift you into a new position. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We, help, we welcome you, Holy Spirit. Have your way upon this place. Allow your will be done in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Father, we love you. We love you, Father. We love you, Lord God. We give you all the glory. Let your anointing fall fresh upon your people. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. 
this real call, if you're here today and maybe you just walk in this place and you say, preacher, I want a new life. I want a new life in Jesus Christ. The Bible says uh, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come unto the Father except through him. Oh, hallelujah. If you want to enter into his presence, you must go through Jesus. He is the door and the only door. And you're here today and you say, preacher, I want a new life. Uh, I want a new life. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Uh, I don't want no more religion, but I want you, Jesus. Uh, I want a relationship with you, God. I'm willing to surrender. If you're here today, I want you to slip your hand up. Is there anybody? Quickly, quickly. Is there anybody? I'll pray with you. I see your hand. Anybody else? Anybody else? I see the young boy. Yes, hallelujah. I see the one in the back. Anybody else? Come on, keep your eyes closed. In the name of Jesus, let the Spirit of God. I see that hand in the back. The older gentleman, anybody else in the name of Jesus? Quickly, 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 in the name of Jesus. You're here today. Yes, yes, yes. Those that got your hands lifted up, come to me. Quickly, 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 come, come. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, in Jesus' name. Come, come on up. I want to pray with you. Come on. Come on up. You got your hands, come on, come on. Come on up. We want to pray with you in Jesus' name. Come on up. In the name of Jesus, come on up. Hallelujah. There's several hands in the back. Come on, come on. Lift your hands. Come and pray with us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody just keep your eyes closed in the name of the Lord. Keep your eyes closed in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There's several others in there. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. So I want you to pray with me. I'm going to say, Lord Jesus. Come on, nice and loud, all of you. Say, Lord Jesus. Here I am. Set me free. Receive. I receive your grace. I receive your Son. Jesus, thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying for me. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's give God a clap offering. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Listen, folks. Quickly, I don't know how much time I have left. How much time I have left, Pastor? A couple minutes? Hallelujah. I just want to pray for those because I believe in the power of healing. I've seen so many miracles take place. The first miracle I saw in Costa Rica, we were at a, a, a revival there, and this baby had uh, uh, seizures in her brain, and the doctors didn't have nothing to do. They said that they can't do anything for the baby. So we were praying the first night. Nothing happened. Kept having seizures, and her eyes rolled back in her head often. Then the second night, the Spirit of God hit, and all of a sudden, her mama starts screaming. And she knew that the lump or whatever was going on in her head went away. The eyes came back into place. She knew that her baby, weeks later I called, the baby is healed. I'm telling you, this is years back. God is in the miracle working business. Hallelujah. So another, another miracle that took place. We were in, uh, this is right when I got out of college in Arizona. Uh, we were uh, on the Indian reservation. We were on the Apache reservation. There was a big goiter on this woman's neck, and we prayed for her, and all of a sudden, that goiter just collapsed. It was just skin. It just went away instantly. It brought a revival on the Bilas Indian Reservation, uh, a move of God. We were just 19 years of age. We just, whatever God said, we just believe it, uh, and things just start happening. I'm telling you, I know the doctors. I thank God for doctors. I thank God for science, but we serve the great physician, and he has the last word. I want everybody just to stand up in the name of Jesus. And if you want a miracle today, if you want a miracle today, I just want you to slip your hand up. Does anybody need healing in their body? Oh, come on, come on, come on. I'd I, I like you guys to take a step of faith. Can you come? 
Can you come this quickly? Can you come? Hallelujah. Can you come this quickly? Quickly, quickly. This, the reason why I'm asking just to be obedient to the word, just be obedient to move upon it. Hallelujah. Just to move in Jesus' name. What we're going to do, we're just going to believe for miracles. God is a healer. Man can't heal. Only God can heal. But he heals. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And how do you walk in your healing? You declare what God says. Not what the body's trying to tell you, but what God declares. You don't deny it, but you deny it the right to be exist. In other words, you don't say, I don't, I don't have arthritis, I don't have arthritis, but you declare arthritis has no right to my body. You still take your medicine, you still do everything until God will totally remove it. Or we can have an instant miracle right now. Whatever you get it, just get it. So let's just lift our hands up, and we're just going to pray for miracles today. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Father, release supernatural healing upon your men and women. We call upon the name that's above every name. That name is Jesus. You said every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that you are Lord. Everything that falls under that, that means arthritis. That means cancer. That means every disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, lumps, any cancers. We command it by the name of Jesus Christ to leave these bodies under the authority of Jesus Christ. We declare the power of your holy name upon your children today. And we believe right now by the Spirit of God that you're removing all disease from bodies right now in Jesus' name. Livers, kidneys, lungs function correctly. Lumps on bodies fall off in the name of Jesus. Shoulders, elbows, hips. Obey the word of the Lord in the name of Jesus. All disease leave in Jesus' name. All infirmities leave in the name of Jesus. By the powerful name of Jesus, let the healing flow. By the virtue of Jesus, let the virtue of Jesus flow through bodies in Jesus' name. Tumors in, on necks, thyroids, thyroids. Healing in thyroid right now in the name of Jesus. Lower back. Lower back in Jesus' name. Hips. All pain. Leave in the name of Jesus. Hips line up. Liver function correctly. Kidneys function correctly in Jesus' name. Healing right now in the name of Jesus. Flee in the name. In the name. Oh, come on. Get your healing. Thank him. Give him glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, we love you, Lord. Come on, this is a little bit longer. Come on, this, this labor in the spirit a little bit longer. Thank you, Lord, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, have your way. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let the healing virtue, pain, leave. Jesus, 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 Jesus. About 30 seconds. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. About 30 seconds. Come on. Thank him. Thank him. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your healing. Thank you, God, for your power. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So, Father, we stand upon your word. Let your word be true and everything else a lie, Lord. And that by the power of your grace, let it be so. Now, listen. When you receive your healing and you want to testify, you go to your pastors and you tell them what the Lord has done. Don't make up anything. Just tell what's real. Then go to the doctors and get it checked out. All right? Then you come back to your pastor and say, the doctor don't know what's happening, but I am healed today. And then you're going to have a testimony service. And when you have a testimony service, you just trump the head of the devil and say, God is alive and the devil is a liar. Come on. Yes. I want to tell you, Rivers, there's something fantastic about, about this congregation. If you just hang on to what God has already given you and allow the new wine to flow in you, you're going to see great and mighty things. I'm telling you, you better get ready. I said you better get ready. Your spirit better get ready for what God's about ready to do because this thing is moving with you or without you. You have to make that decision because this wave is moving upon the world. you got to jump in and see what the Lord has for you. Let's give God a, a big God bless you. Pastor.